Welcome to Diaries of a Data Scientist, our podcast in which we share about what's important to break into data science, provide valuable insights also for senior data scientists, and invite interesting guests from different data science areas. We're Yasmin and Kate, we're both data scientists and mentors working in industry, and we are sharing here our thoughts and experiences. Let's go. Welcome to our fifth episode of Diaries of a Data Scientist. As promised in our last one, uh, we're going to talk about how to stay up to date with learning as a data scientist, which can be another full-time job next to your full-time job as a data scientist. And so you don't get too worried. Kate and me are sharing today our five best methods to, to, to you know, our approach to learning and staying up to date. And then we're mm -hmm. also going to give a bit more tips on how to stay motivated and disciplined uh, next to this, like, learning sources. Let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, hi, guys. Um, uh, why we kind of decided to do this topic is because I think we all know, or our fellows, data scientists, like fresh data scientists, they will kind of know it later, that even though that you have finished studying in the university, you got your degree, like you're working as a data scientist in the industry, it doesn't mean that you stop learning kind of ever. This is the um, the backside maybe of the data science field. And this is sometime maybe like in the past was kind of my problem as well. Um, when I got to know that I have to kind of be updated and stay updated all the time in order to be, you know, um, like on the market to actually go ahead and start learning. So I guess that is why I hope that we can help a lot of fresh data scientists or just like starters or experts with our methods and ideas. And maybe uh, to start with the first one, uh, I would always go for the importance of work with other data scientists in the team on the project. Because this is something that um, you can learn a lot from just, um, you know, integrating and communicating with other data scientists. And that is why um, I, I saw a lot of different, you know, job posts and positions on the market uh, where you're working just as one data scientist uh, surrounded by business people. And this is something, I guess, uh, as a first advice, at least from my side, and I guess from Yasmin, from your side as well, uh, to go ahead and surround yourself by data scientists at the working place. Yes, I, I, I could not agree more. Um, you, you will see different setups in the organizations. Um, sometimes they are more like centralized that you work together as a, like a group of data scientists versus mm -hmm. as Kate just explained, being like the, the lone wolf Uh, among the, the business department. And mm -hmm. in either way, what it's really, really important to have a data science community in this organization, especially if you're the lone wolf, um, mm -hmm. to still be able to exchange with other data scientists and have this kind of peer-to-peer -peer learning. And it's it's going to be a little bit more informal from time to time, right? It's Sometimes it's just having a conversation with someone, getting to know, I don't know, a new programming language that you could maybe test out for data science like Julia or Rust, but it could also mm -hmm. be a bit more formal when the 
communities are organizing seminar mm -hmm. series or like a hackathon, right? So these are a bit mm -hmm. more formal, but it's really important to exchange with other data scientists in your company because mm -hmm. only they will know what other organization-specific challenges. This is not something that you can get from Stack Overflow or from LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. you, you have to, to talk about the other peers in your company about this. Yeah, specifically, I love, um, you know, to work with the other data scientists that are from total different field of the data science uh, industry. Uh, for example, we might have the same uh, computer vision project and we will be kind of gathered together uh, as a team as like of, I don't know, a statistician perhaps, and then a doctor in mathematics and then a person in computer science. And this is something really amazing because you can get a lot just from interacting with the other people. Um, and going to the communities, I think uh, what you've just mentioned recently, uh, this is also pretty interesting because, um, you know, being in the um, communities and get the information maybe from, um, I don't know, on LinkedIn or maybe in your company as well, uh, it's also will be very beneficial for you in order to proceed with new um, learning. For example, Yasmin, you are in my community sort of, and I got a lot actually from you in the computer science because I have never had a degree in the computer science. Mm -hmm. And I can see your perspective at looking at different things, although the, we are both data scientists working in the industry, but I still got a lot from your side. So, you know, guys, being in the communities, yes, <laughs> you too. it's really, really important for you in order to be up to date. Absolutely. Um, on the other side, right, uh, we're not saying only converse with people in your bubble, in your company, but mm -hmm. that's actually leading us to the second piece of advice that we would like to give you. Do also turn to your outside network. So exchange with with uh, like-minded people, like uh, on, on LinkedIn, for example, join groups there. Um, I personally also love to follow other data scientists on YouTube, even on Instagram, because then at least you do use the social media time a little bit more valuable than just scrolling <laughs> around <laughs> there. Um, but if you follow some of the other like uh, influencers there who are data mm -hmm. scientists or also data engineers, you will pick up things from them. And I think that is really, really interesting. Again, mm -hmm. it's a little bit more informal type of learning. Mm -hmm. But if you have heard about this, saying or the mm -hmm. structure that 70% uh, of our learning is anyway informal. So mm -hmm. it's only a smaller part that you do really when you are registering for a coaching or you're registering for a course, that is going to be a smaller part of your total time of learning. And you yeah. are being surprised and amazed by how much you actually pick up on the site, but just talking mm -hmm. to different people. And exactly what you said, Kate, it's also important not just to connect with like-minded people, but to hear mm -hmm. other perspectives as well outside of mm -hmm. your personal bubble. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you have just mentioned a pretty interesting topic, which is informal learning. Mm -hmm. And and I think we can kind of talk about that forever, uh, from which kind of informal learning you can get resources in order to upskill yourself. But let me name some of them, and that is maybe you can just add a couple of your things. Yes. Uh, I would say go ahead with the podcasts, uh, for example, as one that you're listening right now. 
Uh, we are also personally listening different other like podcasts on Spotify and Apple in order to be up to date, uh, in order to also have different opinions and uh, going back to the topic of the um, information asymmetry that we have just discussed in our previous fourth episode, which is also pretty interesting to understand this kind of bias information, that it can be newsletters, it can be as well articles. Do you have, Yasmin, something else to add to this point? Yeah, so maybe I, I would um, differentiate a bit between articles and blog posts. I see mm -hmm. them uh, uh, two uh, a bit differently. So for me, articles could also be really like articles on like newspapers, magazines, right? In Germany, Handelsblatt, for example, is quite big. They also do address a lot of AI topics in there. And blog posts for me are something a little bit more from individual you know, contributors, mm -hmm. which are maybe not organized in a, in a big mm -hmm. uh, newspaper or magazine. For example, Medium. I, I love Medium. I don't know right now if I would call them blog posts. Or, but basically, any kind of contributions on Medium, I very much like. Yes. Otherwise, I also love message boards, like, for example, mm -hmm. Reddit sometimes. I mean, you have to find the right kind mm -hmm. of subreddits for you. But there are really interesting also conversation and discussions about techie things on there. Can you mm -hmm. maybe name, Kate, what is one or two of your other podcasts next to ours that you love to listen to? Honestly, it's a very bad question. You know why? <laughs> Because I don't store this kind of information into my brains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is so bad. You have it on your okay. iPhone. <laughs> I have it like somewhere in there. Yes, everything is somewhere outside in order to optimize my space. So <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry, Yasmin, but I'm... <laughs> No, that is okay. No, okay, then I, I will just name uh, some from my from my side, which I love to hear. Um, mm -hmm. There's me, myself, and AI. Um, you mm -hmm. find them on the like the popular podcast uh, um, offers like Spotify, Apple, and so on. It's really, really nice. Um, I think it's also quite business friendly. So I also like to recommend that to some of my business colleagues if they want to get a bit more mm -hmm. exposed to this topic. Um, I also do like to listen a bit on the surrounding topics like how to found enterprises, startups. Uh, I'm quite fascinated by this also whole scene about how do you capture venture capital. Um, for this, I can either recommend Digital Compact. It's in German language. And on the mm -hmm. other side, if you are interested in this whole bootstrapping your own company, um, I love the podcast Minimal Empires which is mm -hmm. also really, really, really great and um, mm -hmm. nice podcast host who founded uh, several businesses before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, otherwise on the data science side, um, there's one from Daliana Lee, which I really, really like as well. And on YouTube, I love to follow Sundas Khalid from Google. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe right now I can add one of them that I've just kind of recalled by listening to your list is the data scientist show is, I guess it is ah, like from Daliana. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's, the, that's the one that I meant. Mm, perfect. Oh, okay. Maybe I just didn't got the, the name. Yep. So I will definitely recommend this because like she also has a lot of interesting videos on the YouTube. She pretty much, she yep. always um, has different guests from different fields. And it's pretty interesting just to, to go through this. Um, Absolutely. And, We will put mm -hmm. all of the recommendations, of course, in the show notes again, that you can find them there. Great. Yes. And yeah, yeah for me, this is really important to also subscribe to some of these offers, like especially the podcast newsletters. Also, a personal mm -hmm. recommendation, I love TLDR, Too Long Didn't Read. 
Yes, <laughs> um, I love it as well. One, <laughs> uh, the one from uh, the Deep Learning Academy, Andrew and G, mm-hmm. I also like a lot. I uh, currently I don't have the name in my mind, but just mm-hmm. look for the Deep Learning uh, Academy from Andrew and G and uh, subscribe to their newsletter as well. And the really cool mm-hmm. thing about these kind of offers are. You subscribe once and you either get like a daily or weekly update on things. And you never know what's in the package, right? You don't have any control about mm-hmm. what these mm-hmm. creators are posting about. And I yeah. just like this a lot because this way you will pick up things outside of your usual territory. Let me call it this way. Mm-hmm. And it, this is like the best thing that can happen because you will make connections in your mind about different topics really expand your horizon about this and for me that's the big advantage about this little bit more unstructured learning which comes Mm -hmm. in continuous smaller chunks um, and snippets I love that yeah and I would put it to this that it's you guys became I guess less biased that by exploring different you know podcasts opinions uh, insights uh, ways of working approaches this is definitely, you will become less biased in, in this kind of field. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel also this definitely helps to build a bit more empathy about different perspectives, especially if you feel that you have a very strong opinion about things. <gasps> Sometimes it's a bit hard to, you know, to to think about how does another person see this topic? And maybe mm-hmm. then you're super surprised by how other people are reacting to things Um, Mm -hmm. either they are on your team or from the business right and I really feel like listening to other people's opinion in a little bit more podcast environment personally has helped a lot about seeing things differently Mm -hmm. yep Um, one of the like you know different source what I can think about is honestly even like two sources the first one is when you are working in the industry you can actually go to your manager and ask him for okay can I please have a little bit of time spending every single maybe day on learning something. And I guess this is really helped a lot uh, because in, I would say that in, I, I, I'm not sure how to phrase it, but let's put it like in almost every single company, definitely you will be having kind of courses or trainings. And yeah, instead of putting it offers. aside, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, instead of putting it aside, um, like instead of kind of reducing your chilling time, can also put it into your working schedule which will be very beneficial i would say for the companies for the long run absolutely and i think this is this is something that you can't really say how much time you're allowed yeah. to really learn using this kind mm-hmm. of offers in general mm-hmm. this is something that you need to check with your individual organizations but there's always some flexibility to extend this right when you mm-hmm. show your manager what are the concrete mm-hmm. learning goals that you would like to achieve and for mm-hmm. me, that is one of the very, very important tasks of a manager to help with the development of the talents in the team, right? And with the team yes. members' developments. Yeah, so, of course, definitely. they will be very much interested to also mm-hmm. see that you are, you're ambitious and that you want to learn and have this growth mindset. That's the mm-hmm. two magic words. Growth <laughs> mindset to have this as a data scientist. Because without yeah. it... You're going to yes. be pretty much, you know, the skills are going to be getting more and more deprecated over time. And we don't want this, of course. Yep, definitely. And I honestly, I cannot agree uh, more with that. Mm, you know, this is pretty interesting how we got ourselves into this learning content, because actually we are both 
who provide this learning content. And we are both who are upskilling by mentoring other people. Yes. And can you, can this, you maybe explain a bit more to our audience what, what this yeah, means definitely. to you as a mentor? Yes, definitely, for sure. So I love one of the phrases. I'm not sure if I can, you know, kind of correctly put it into the words, but the sense of the phrase is that um, you can learn better by teaching other people. This is what I love. And I guess this is what I have been doing pretty much since I got 18, I guess. Mm-hmm. For me, it was really important to understand the concepts, to be updated, and by teaching people that are a little knowledge, mm-hmm. yeah, from from that definitely from this kind of, of like mm-hmm. uh, perspective, it's always really nice to have the mentoring sessions with them, because those are the people that would ask you totally different questions, maybe questions from different, um, you know, industries. Angles angles and this Mm -hmm. is exciting maybe you have never worked previously with uh, i don't know deep learning and out of sudden you got a man uh, a mentee who is asking you about a deep learning and you have with the like you know like really high responsibility in front of this person you kind of (laughs) have to force yourself to to understand what the deep learning is yes absolutely yes um i think two perspectives right a Get uh-huh. yourself a mentor. This will help with your learning. Um, for this, also your learning goals have to be clear. But I fully agree also with this perspective that providing mentoring sessions has helped me with my personal learning. Exactly how you say to somewhat identify gaps. Uh-huh. Maybe not gaps, but like other areas where I am not as knowledgeable as where I maybe would like to be. And then uh-huh. have the motivation and the, the drive to upskill myself in order to be able to convey this knowledge also to the to the mentee to the person who wants to learn about this i'm just kind of right now having all of the pictures of my mentees uh, that i've trained so far and with the high responsibility that you have in front of those mentees you really can learn and upskill yourself in a lot of things and and i would say this is awesome for me i had the greatest learning out of this Great. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, maybe to pick up on this learning goals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is really important for this more structured learning to know what yes. you actually want, right? With this unstructured learning, subscribe to newsletters, podcasts, getting new uh, updates with every new episode being dropped. I mean, that is awesome. But mm-hmm. you also will have to do some structured learning about the, the gaps that you've identified yourself through various sources. And then you can also plan your, your learning accordingly. For example, what I would also love to recommend, if you can, is to visit certain conferences um, that are relevant to your industry, to your tasks, either in mm-hmm. person, which brings some additional like kind of networking opportunities, but also mm-hmm. otherwise there are virtual conferences that you can more easily plan in, in your work, uh, work and like private life. And on the yes. other side, of course, massive open online courses uh, like on Coursera, Udemy, uh, LinkedIn Learning, Deep Learning Academy, Khan Academy, and what else (laughs) is out there. (laughs) There's a lot. Um, And that is for me the more structured learning. And for this, you should know what what do you want to learn? 
mm -hmm. how much time do you have with uh, do you have do you need to visit a more intense open on, uh, online course mm -hmm. um, is it enough to visit a conference to hear some other speakers talk about this do you need to i don't know learn a new programming language in order to do so so this mm -hmm. is really important to plan out and then mm -hmm. third point um making the time for it Because as you said, Kate, right, it's not just that you have to sacrifice all of your your leisure time for it, but partially learning is working time as well as a data scientist. Yes, that is totally true. So, um, you know, I guess I even found myself a little bit overwhelmed with a lot of opportunities out mm -hmm. there. We have a lot of courses. We have a lot of activities that, you know, like I'm, I'm having this kind of endless to-do list. Uh, in my kind of yeah, learning list that I want to do this, 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 and that. And then I, I, I just don't have time for that. Yes. Like, don't ever get me started on the, the list of books that I still plan to read. It's like, yes. I don't know, growing every day. And I don't make a lot of progress, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and that is why I guess, as you said, Yasmin, right now, that it's really important to have a frame and a discipline in order to stay motivated. So for me, the best motivation is definitely to set up a goal because, um, you know, pretty much uh, having learning just for the sake of learning, maybe this is not really uh, interesting, but if you can get something with that, it's a totally different perspective. Exactly. And this could be uh, this could be a personal goal, just you want to to know about how computer vision mm -hmm. works. But this could also be, I don't know, reaching the next step uh, in your career as a data scientist, reaching um, like a salary uh, increase next year. So whatever goal mm -hmm. it is, uh, be motivating for you. Yes. And maybe I will just like share how it is working for me uh all the times pretty much that I guess th the same as working for you just mean that you set up the goal then you say okay that is my motivation pretty much then you have to kind of frame and schedule your time um I don't know you just really actually have to block the schedules this is for work this is like this lot I'm going for the I, sport yes I, I plan it in on my calendar otherwise like What's not in yes. the calendar is not happening, but maybe this is my German, German not approach. I do have the same. <laughs> Perfect. I do have the same. Yes, I even do like schedule conversations with my mom in order to be really as precise as possible. Can you get it? <laughs> I I I can imagine she, she's very happy about this. That you're then very reliable with keeping those conversations. Yes, definitely, and pretty much going to the from the time that for me the. All the time, the best way to go with the upscaling myself is to understand the point B and then to understand the people that are already having what I want to obtain. Mm -hmm. And for example, it just happened to me recently. I've, um, I have my kind of goals on LinkedIn account and that I have reached out to one person who has, I guess, over 100,000 of um, followers and he's a data scientist. And I really mm -hmm. want to talk to him. I really want to understand how is that working for him, what he's doing. And that is why we, we kind of decided to set up a meeting in the, I guess, in the beginning of December. Awesome. And by surrounding yourself with this kind of people that are already in there, you got even more motivation. And that they can tell you structurally how they reach this point B. Awesome. Yes. Um, I think that has kind of two... two... 
effects, right? Uh, a, mm -hmm. As you said, you have this role models. Um, mm -hmm. But I think, you know, I mean, we can get really spiritual on this, but there's this whole idea of manifest manifesting yes. your goals, right? <laughs> uh, I don't want to get too deep into this. There's also different mm -hmm. perspectives about this, but I think it's definitely a nice thing to have this very visible in front of you, right? To have this mm -hmm. role model very visible. Mm -hmm. And I think this would bring a lot of motivation to your to your activities. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. what I can personally also really recommend is setting up routines that work for you. I think there's yes. nothing better than finding a good routine for your learning. Let this be daily, but also it, could, it doesn't need to be daily, right? It could also be that every Saturday or every Sunday, if you can, you take out two hours in the morning that work for you, where you just set this aside for coding practice, for data mm -hmm. analysis practice, whatever you have on your like uh, learning schedule. And mm -hmm. really just repeat and do this over and over. And there are great books out there, which also talk mm -hmm. about the the importance of routines, but also like smaller habits. Many people yeah. will know this book from um, Atomic Habits called. We mm -hmm. also put this again in the show notes. This yes. really helps a lot for building up valuable routines. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So I guess... It's about a data science, right? But sometimes it's not only about a data science, but it's also about like really personal things. Applicable personal to life. other areas. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about a data science, but sometimes data science really got touched with the other uh, angles and areas of our lives. So I guess, yes, for today, we have covered everything what we thought about the courses and let's have a little bit of this uh, sum up kind of. So we have talked about uh, why is that important to upskill yourself? And we're talking about different courses, LinkedIn, podcasts, uh, conferences, how you can do this at the working time. Uh, and that we kind of gradually got to the uh, discipline motivation slash metrics, why mm -hmm. it is important, why you have to do this, why you have to need this kind of routine in order to feel yourself, you know, full of energy to start every single day and not be depressed with these things <laughs> and and yeah so i honestly i'm really like enjoying this conversation and i think i can talk forever about the uh, learning processes i guess yes made as well as you but yeah thank you for today really a lot and see you guys in the next episode thank you bye bye this was diaries of a data scientist by yasmin and kate and if you enjoyed the episode, remember to check out our YouTube channel and our LinkedIn pages for more engaging content from the data science world. Thank you for today and seeing you in the comments.